This is Peace to the G's, ladies and gentlemen, a.k.a. the 15% Podcast. I am JD. On my side is the righteous guard, Ron Do. Peace, God. What's going on? Peace. No gossip, no glitch. Just two brothers talk about shit. Brothers talk about peace, JD. Peace, God. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I know we took a hiatus, but welcome. Welcome to season two, episode one. We promise you that no matter what we do, we're going to keep it true. Man, God, I missed you. What's up, man? Same old, you know, just um, trying to rock this farewell tour. You know, it's trying to get up out of here, you know. Um, you know, I got a legacy I, I want to make memorable. You know, a lot of people do the things that they do in this lifetime. And, uh, you know, I was able to accomplish some things. But, you know, as a black man, you know, and I've been able to conquer 35 years at one agency. Jesus Christ. You know, not necessarily one facility. I bounced around a little bit. But for one agency, it is an amazing task. And it's truly something to aspire. You know, young people think that um, the things that they do in this lifetime should be about recognition and how other people acknowledge what it is that you've done. And to a degree, that is true in that your work should be um, something that people aspire to. But at the same time, you know, the self-gratification of it all, you know, I was able to do some things. Uh, and I know my mother wouldn't have been disappointed. So that, you know, is, 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 was the selling point for me. Yo, in and of itself, um, the fact that you could, hold, you could walk out of a place head held high, knowing that you did everything that you could do in that job, in that capacity, in that in that, those facilities are a great thing. And I got to say this, man. I tell people right now, yo, I'm here for a good time, not a long time, because I'll let you know the farewell tour has begun. Farewell tour and has I, begun. And I am short time. Yo, I'm like a nigga getting out of jail. I'm short time, it, baby. They got me back on Rikers. Yeah, easy, easy. It feel like, yo, I ain't felt this good since I'm, yo, since second semester senior year of high school. <laughs> I knew it was about to be over, and um, for all the things that I did in the position that I was in as a bus driver for the New York City Transit Authority, I am grateful. I'm grateful for the people that touched my life. I'm grateful for the people whose lives I've touched, and... uh it's time for something new. And to be on this journey, this farewell tour with you, it makes it that much sweeter. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's an amazing thing. You know, like I said, if I um, was able to touch some people along the route and, you know, <coughs> let them know, you know, because a lot of the young guys, especially coming low, you know, I don't need this job. This ain't nothing. This, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Know your worth, B. It's it's a valuable job. It's not even you know, the monetary portion of it. You know, and we we did make with the overtime. We made we made good money. The base pay is not that great, but I, I admit with the overtime we'd able to you know go over the top, and also I mean the benefits, the benefits for the children. Um, some I I actually as you know the union representative. I was able to represent somebody um, in a domestic partnership and he wanted to get his girl insurance and under the domestic partnership laws 
um, he was able to do so. But at the same time, you know, there's an irony in it. The domestic partnership laws are geared towards homosexuality. homosexuality. Hold on, you know how I know that? How was that, sir? Exactly how I know that. When I worked at Jones Beach, Camille, the love of my life, my wife, we were dating. She didn't have insurance. And so she had heard about domestic partnership up at school. And I was like, what? What's that? So I looked it up. And I, and this, this was like in the mid-90s. Yeah, 90s for sure. And it was, it's geared toward homos- uh, same-sex relationships. But then that's bias. Yeah, but it isn't. It is. Now, I'm going to tell you why. They cannot craft a law for one specific set of people that cannot be applied to other people. So now, let me break that down in a different context. We look at civil rights as particularly a black thing, right? Black folks, civil rights. But how all these other people get civil rights? Well, you can't craft a law specifically for one group of people, right? So from basic civil rights law in terms of what black people could do or what what they could imagine and get and what can't happen to them sprung gender bias, right? Um, age bias was really a long started a long time ago. That's what really started it, be um, because there were child labor laws, you senior discrimination, um, senior laws, or geriatric laws. All that really sprung from the civil rights, and and it did. It all these things sprang from civil rights bills and, and, and civil rights laws. But what I'm saying to you is, how do you then build a law that discriminates against everybody else, but? The homosexuals. No, that's that's that. You know, now there has been some changes in that law for domestic partnership because there's still, you know, uh, an open gate for domestic partnerships, even though in select states, um, same sex marriage is legal. Well, here's the thing. So they have to actually frame that law differently based on the fact that, you know, because now it's a level playing field. Right. Well, the, the law in and of itself um, is is kind of vague, right? And that's how we were able to get it as a <laughs> as a. Um, Listen, you're saying it's vague, but it's it's not vague. It's very specific. No. But the areas that are blurred are they don't come out and say it's for gay people. It's for gay people. Well, that's how it started. So that's that's the area that's blurred. Yeah. But what I'm saying is because they can't. They cannot craft the law. Right, exactly. They have to be able to give it to African Americans or, you know, all right, same sex people, non binary people, whatever the fuck non binary is. Mm-hmm. Um, Has something to do with heter- glue. Yeah. <laughs> um, heterosexual couples, they have to because they can't craft, even though it's specifically designed or it was designed with. Homosexual, same-sex partners, because I, I guess homose- it would be homosexual and lesbians, I guess, or whatever. Um, same-sex partners, even though it was designed with them in mind, they cannot discriminate against other types of relationships, right? So right. they can't discriminate against a heterosexual relationship. Also, it's a, it goes state to state. It's not, this is not a federal law, per No, se. no federal. Question, did, were you able to achieve that? Oh, I got quick. They didn't even question me. 
They didn't even question you? They didn't bother. Or, yeah. it's, it's tricky, though, right? Because if y'all niggas ain't really rocking a certain way, you can't get it. You got to prove y'all together. She got to have mail at your crib. Uh, well, yeah, it was the same thing with... um. It's <laughs> actually... Ayele's little brother Kwame. Okay. That's who, you know, he and his now wife Jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, big shout to Jazz and Kwam. But um at that time they would they were living together. Right. But I don't know well, I you know, I helped him as best I could to pursue it, but I don't know if he followed through because they, they wanted him to bring his W twos and he had to claim more on the taxes. They made it very Get difficult. I promise you they did. They made it what? very, very difficult for him. And I don't know if he actually, you know, went through. I gave him the information that I could from the union standpoint. I helped as best as I could. But then there are, again, private areas that I, I wasn't, you know. You weren't going to invade. Yeah, I, I you know, allowed him to, you yeah. know, his privacy. So, I, 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 um, But I do know that they, I believe it was some, they wanted W-2s with her on it as to, you know, like he took care of her or something over a period of yeah. time. But again, it was all to say that we're not letting you have it unless you have a same-sex partner. But we can't say we want that them. we want you to have a same-sex Yo, partner. You know you what? Know, it, it, the, it has to lend to the fact that you need Listen, to be the same you sex. Know, you know what? They must they must have really changed it. from Because I'm telling you, she had a piece of paper with the fucking address, right? Um, and we had to prove... So, like, had to put her on the... I think the light bill, right? Right. Because that proved that we lived together and we depended upon each other. Right. Right? And they was like, oh, word, she got a W-2? Well, she ain't actually working right now, but all right, boom, boom, boom. And that was it. It it wasn't wasn't even that hard. Oh, shoot. It wasn't even that hard. um, They must have done some new stuff, man. Well, you know, the changes over the years, because I know um, my supervisor, Miss Thompson, rest her soul she had a niece that she taken care of and the niece was an adult so it wasn't she couldn't apply for her as a dependent child right or any guardianship thing so she applied as a domestic partner Uh, and they were able to do it though i do think thompson was a lesbian because i've never (laughs) seen her with any man or never heard of her with any man she had no children Hold on, that lends itself to the idea of her being a homosexual, but that, which we are not at all saying is a bad thing. We're just saying it's different compared to our relationships with women. Or well, men. it's it's not. It see, people automatically assume that you know you are homophobic or you're. It's not that. It's nothing like that. If you, um. It's the same as with any other thing that you see constantly or you you know you're accustomed to. If you know that the bus goes down 120th Avenue um, on the one way, you automatically assume that it's one way. So if you see it going the other way, you're going to go, hey, what are you going to say? That bus is going the wrong way. Right. So it's the same thing in life. We weren't privy to any homosexual relationships as child, as children. Right. You know, we never saw people who were in homosexual relationships. Um, we we did like, see people who were closeted. Yeah. And, you know, that was normalized. You could be in the closet. We could assume you were gay, but we wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't come out. Hold on. You knew a lot of effeminate men and uh, strong women, but they weren't necessarily 
out in the closet. Like today, someone being in the closet today really bugs me out because it's 2023. Everybody pretty much can be who they are. But, you know, you still have some people whose families, you know, and then you have older people. But you, you got to understand, during our era, it was like cursing in front of your mother. You, you didn't want to curse in front of your That's mother. That's not what you did. Um, you didn't bring no girlfriends home, girly. You, you know, didn't you, no you, didn't, you didn't drink lick in the street or smoke weed. You know, these are all things that you did in private. So, yeah. but they they were never labelized or stigmatized as you're being in the closet with it. No, but there were things that respectfully you did not do, you know, in certain areas around certain people because you were being respectful. So I don't believe that the whole closeted thing was any negative thing. It was just respectful of, you know, the elders and the people who were around you because it was something that was a behavior that was outside of the norm. Well, um, yes. But at the same time, you got to remember the larger society stigmatized homosexuality. How do we get on this fucking topic? This is a topic for the day. Listen. I guess we're here. Listen. So they have a, a, a play. And you know I'm a play guy. You know, absolutely. Anybody know yeah. me know boxing, Broadway, and baseball and basketball, either or. Because it's definitely three Bs for me. So I can definitely do the baseball. I can definitely do the basketball. But boxing and Broadway is like my, that's my go-to, especially around my birthday time. Yo, you know what's crazy? What's that? As black people. Yes. I don't think that we go to Broadway enough. But you got to dig this point that I'm about to make. Mm-hmm. They have a, um, a play, and you can Google it. I believe it's called Champion. And it's coming out. It's actually, I believe it's out already. But I'm not a musical guy. I, I, I do. I love Black Broadway. Um, uh, Raising in the Sun, um, Driving Miss Daisy, the, the Temptations on Broadway. Certain things, you know, I'm absolutely, but I'm not a musical guy so much. I don't want you to, you know, speak your. I love musical theater. Yeah, I don't, I don't really want to hear that. But I do love Broadway plays. Mm-hmm. Now. There is an operatic play, operatic production called, I believe it's, you got to Google it. You know, pull out your Google thing. Google it. The Google Champion or Champ, something like that. But it's an operatic play. And the cast are opera stars, some of the cast. So I really don't want to see it based on the whole musical opera. I, I really can't get into it. But there, the point there is, is that I know to do this about. Like, that's my uh, guy. Glover Clayton Champions, that's who it's about? No, it's about Emil Griffith. Emil Griffith. Um, yeah. Why do I know that name? So, Emil Griffith is my guy. I absolutely love the guy. But, and I feel terrible I promise you, I feel terrible. I'm embarrassed to say it on air that Emil Griffiths was a boxing champion. Yes. Again, anybody who knows me know I'm a huge boxing guy. So you can imagine it was a privilege to have him contribute to the training of my children because he was a boxing champion. The part of it that would not allow me, you know, if I had to apologize for two things in my lifetime, 
One would be I mistreated a dude who had full-blown AIDS, and he died that morning. Um, he asked me for some water, not I, I to go into to great it... detail, not to go into great detail. I didn't offer him the water in a civilized manner. He did receive the water. I did give it to him, but like I said, not to go into great detail. I didn't present it in what I would consider an appropriate manner, you know, and if I had to do over, I would have offered him more dignity. Not defending what I did, but we were young and AIDS was fairly new and we were all scared to death. The second thing that I would recount in my life and, and I have regrets about is not letting my kids train with the male Griffith because he was homosexual, hmm. you know? Um, um, but anybody who knows homosexuals, especially mature homosexuals, um, you know who you, you know they're who very responsible. Yeah, no, you know they're very responsible and meticulous. It's not, you know, even though they get stigmatized with um, wanting to abuse young children and do inappropriate things, if they're a mature homosexual man, and I know this to be true. They're generally respectful of children. They don't want to try to sway children in. Now, if you're a white basketball coach for Riverside Church, yeah, you do what you do. Hey, listen, listen. Okay. Now you get, hold up. See, now you're getting political because that I'm not is, getting political. I'm being honest. No, 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 no. No, well, listen to what I'm saying. That is the knock on homosexuals and drag queens that they're always grooming kids. And if that's ultimately not true. It's not true. Listen. Responsible can, gay men do not want children. Listen, pedophiles want children. If you're a gay pedophile, pedophile yes, yes. you're going to want a boy. If you're a female gay pedophile, you're going to want a girl. That so, but, but they conflate the two all the time, particularly the Republican Party, especially you see it now. But it, I'm going to let you... I, hold on, I'm going to do the Kanye who I hate. I'm going to let you finish. It's just mm-hmm. that that's something I need to talk, talk about because it's true. Most gay people really ain't out here to groom your kids unless they're fucking kids. Like, if I'm 19 and I see a 17-year-old gay boy that I think is cute, I'm going to want, and I'm gay, I want to try to talk to that boy. Why? Because I'm 19 and he's 17. Right? And and then granted, there are people who like people younger, but I think a 25-year-old who likes a 19-year-old is fucking creepy. That's me. Yeah, I mean... I don't care if it was a boy liking a girl. My thing is this, is... I didn't really allow them the opportunity to train with who would, you know, be a legend based on my societal biases. Right. You know? And at 25, I can't say I didn't know better. I did. I didn't know better. I knew he was responsible. I knew he didn't go at children. But being, you know, stubborn and in my way, you know, I did let them interact with him, but it was on really limited basis. Listen, let's be clear. We came up in a certain way in a certain time. We came up in a time which George Jefferson and uh, Archie Bunker was calling dudes like that fruity. They, they twist their hand to the side and kind of look up at the sky, you know, to let you know that dude on, and these are television characters, um, will let you know that oh, that person was not what we considered straight. And it up until really the 90s, that's what it was. That's what society was. Now, we're, we're talking bad. the 90s. I was in the 90s. When, but, I mean, 
you know, like I said, those, those are my regrets, and I'm fine with it. Oh, now, I'll, hold on one I, second. However, we did love a good, a lot of girl on girl action. Don't know why <laughs> we hated homosexuality, Listen. but some good girl on girl action. So now, and if I could get in on it, even better. I don't, play, I don't understand. The play is about Emil's relationship with this this guy Benny Perret. Benny Perret was a boxer. They had fought, I believe, three fights. I think they split them one and one. But going into the third, um, Benny Perret said in Spanish, maricón, which means faggot. Uh, oh, okay. To Emil, and Emil... Whipped his ass, yes? And beat him to death, actually. <laughs> Thank you. You know, um, that when... Hold up. Remember Star used to use that thing in the 90s, that phrase, homo thug? Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that when ruined his career. Um... It ruined him because, I mean, you don't want to be somebody who beats somebody to death in the ring, firstly. Secondly, the mental, you know, uh, I, toll. Um, didn't that, didn't that t- t- the, to- um, the toll it took on him mentally was, I, I don't think he ever recovered. Even as a, didn't, a didn't old man, macho he, man, he was a shell of himself, huh? Remember that happened to, was it Macho Man? Who's that? Hector Macho Camacho. I'm not sure. Remember, oh, who was it? I know somebody else did it, but I, I can't I, think yo, of what I it was. I can't though. remember who it was. But I never forget the name Duke Pukin. Yeah, I watched that shit on ABC Wild World of Sports. Oh, he beat him to pure death. What was it? Was it, I think it was Hector Macho Camacho. But anyway, so I mean, for me, you know, it he was a shell of himself. You know, when I when I had known him, he's a good guy. I known him for many many years. But again, he was very very humble. But you, people say that he was the same way prior to it. But, you know, at the time that I met him, he was, you know, uh, much, much older, older, really conservative. You know, he I've, I've seen them come do interviews with him while I was in the gym. Really quickly. Regarding his career and regarding. Was he the, dressed well? The dre- no. Well, we, well I, oh, no, you know what? You never seen him come. I in. mean, he, he, he wore gym dress. I seen him do interviews where he had a suit and but he had a handler. And the handler Copy. he had was, I believe, I, I want to say he was a Spanish gay guy. So, you know, he kind of, you know, made sure he had on the right thing at the right time. And Hold on. Did he dress well? Make sure he took his, you know, diabetic medication on time. Oh, he's diabetic too? I'm just oh. throwing stuff out there. Right. But well, I'm just saying that, you know, the gentleman ensured that um things were taken his, care of. His needs were met. Oh, well. You know. I can't. Don't. I don't want to say that they were limited I, or extend to certain things. I'm not I'm gonna just, to lend to that. I'm not gonna. You know, we ain't gonna be messy. No gossip. No glitz. <laughs> we not gonna be messy. We ain't gonna be messy. I know that. You know, we definitely ain't gonna be messy, God. But um, you yeah. know, the point that I'm making is just that. You know, I would love to see. The play, I mean, because I love the dude. You know, end of the day, I absolutely love the dude. I, I was, you know, I was broken when he died, and you know what I'm saying. But again, I would, I wanted. If I say something like no, or more access for him to have more access with my kids, I need to say something like pause in 2023. So I'm not gonna, you know, I don't want to go that route. But you, you know, wish or, that your children had had an opportunity to train with him. I do wish that they had a more 
more of an opportunity to train with a champion and interact. You know. See, then now I gotta say something like pause. Or no, no you don't actually you don't. That is the absolute correct way to say it. You do not interact is interact. You gotta say pause. No, you don't gotta say pause. With you have to say pause when you say interact. If you said you would have liked to insert him more into your children's lives, insert. Pause. Yeah, that's. that's I a said lot. interact. That's a lot, John Junior. Yes, that's a I, lot. Did you say? It, it, yeah, okay, that's a lot. I said interact. I'm not more. saying a lot. I'm saying that. <laughs> Given the opportunity, I would have sat close. <laughs> Yo, you're killing me, man. You went. I'd have sat close to the ringside. Is, is, is engage a better word? Is engage a better word? Listen. Engage is a better word. You would like to have and, had and him engage, more engaged in interacting with your Speaking team. of engagement, my daughter is engaged. Woo! Let's get to it. Yeah, I'm really, really pleased. So am I. Um, I'm excited very, for very that young happy girl. That you know, my or, baby girl is is going to the next step. You know, but she's 37. She would have been an old maid in six more months. He's being real respectful of the gay community. She'd have been an old maid six months. Stop. But when it comes to his own daughter. Just... She'd been an old maid in six months. You don't make it to 39 and unwed. That's like, listen, that's exactly why. We will not be old. That's exactly why Jerry Seinfeld oh God. changed the 34 on his jeans to a 33. <laughs> Oh God! Because thirty three is the perfect size. Thirty four, you're fat. <laughs> in his world, a thirty four. Thirty four is that Jerry Jerry Seinfeld? That's his name, Jerry Seinfeld. His name really is Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, is it? Yes, that's his real name. This is very much his real name. Wow. Thirty four and you're fat. Oh God, I must be. Yeah, thirty four and you're fat. So he took a pin. I must be and put it to the back of his Levi's and made the thirty four somehow a thirty three. I must be God because he wanted to wear a perfect thirty-three. It wasn't thirty-two. Anyway, he changed the size. Well, that's hold up. Remember, remember when back in the days they went like twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one. But once you got the thirty-two, it was no thirty-three. It was thirty-two, thirty-four, thirty-six. But they actually had a thirty-three. They do have a thirty-three. Thirty-one and thirty-three. But um, okay. Uh, the twenties. Uh. I, I don't even see 20s anymore. I think that in it's currently, like currently, no, currently, I see 32 to 40. I think in waist in in waist size. I think what they're doing now is they those are kid sizes. You know, I think 32 to 40 are adult waist yeah. sizes, and. You can get you a 42. Again, that is... Now you're in the big boy stuff. Yeah, you've been the big boy when you go to 42 to 44. Ugh. But ideally, the... um, I've been above a 44. I've been above a 44 as well. That's fucking disgusting. I'm actually currently a 44. Hey, they good for you, Playboy. They still fit a little bit big, but, you know... Oh, even better. My 44s do not fit. I got to I mean, No, my right. reality is, is that... Have these I, I got too many legs. fat man clothes to lose weight. I tell people that all, all the, the time. time. I go, right? yo. They go, yo, dude, you know what I'm saying? 
look like you lost some weight. I see it in your face. I said, yo, I'll soon find it. Uh, you ain't got to worry about it. You ain't got to worry about me, right? Yo. Dude said, um, I said, yo, he, yo, dude, look like you lost weight. I said, I'll soon find it. He goes, what do you mean? Yeah, well. I said, said. I will soon find it. I will soon find it. He said, but, but what do you mean? What are you saying? <laughs> but clearly, you know, he's not. Listen, you ready? You got to be ready for this one because this is good. Mm-hmm. He's not quite 33 yet. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. He's 32. He's going to be 33. going to be a perfect so 33. He's not quite 33. <laughs> Yo, man. Listen. Um, I actually hate to cut this short, ladies and gentlemen. I really do. We are having a great conversation. But I have to go to a meeting with my wife about her grandmother, who is 94 years old and starting to suffer heavily from dementia. Um, she's left the house twice already. And I hate to bring it, I hate to be a, a Debbie Downer, I believe the term is, but do and I have had both our parents go through dementia. It is not an easy thing and it's, it's hard to watch and hard to participate. So I have to leave to be the support for her in this time. And I have to add that my mother was a saint and we're Jesus babies. We're Jesus babies? We are Jesus babies. We're fucking Satan's babies. No, we're Jesus babies. That father of mine did not touch my mother. We're God's oh. children. Amen. Hallelujah. Although, there are a lot of memes on the internet where Joseph is taking shots at Mary. Yeah, I did see that. Chew <laughs> <laughs> up the song, God. Chew ah! up the song. Um. Yeah, hold on. You got to give me a second because I, I, I went through this whole thing, man. Um, where we was wilding now. Uh man, I'm 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 like. You know, terrible. Chino is in um a video. No, 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 no. He's working with that young boy who does the Denzel, Denzel imitation. Can you stop playing with me. No, no, they're working together. I don't know in what capacity. I know Chino had been speaking about um some. You know, managing some of his affairs. Hold up, can we get he him? Said, to, he said, we, "The young, we can get the boy in the show for sure." And I want him to do the whole I've interview. I already discussed it. Listen, I want him to do the whole motherfucking interview. Matter, like Denzel. Yeah, no. Listen, I just seen him on a skit on Instagram where he was Abraham, right? Beefing, beefing with Joseph. Joseph, yes. <laughs> so, um, yo. Actually, I'm hoping that we can get them both on the show. And spectacular. You know, we can, you know, speak our piece. Oh, yo. Um, shout out to the Jones Night January kids. Um, it's absolutely a hundred of us. And my birthday ain't even hit yet. I got four cousins whose birthday's the same as mine. One a, a day after. There's like eleven thousand of us, all Jones Nights and all born apparently whatever month you would have to be I said I guess that's March right yeah late February early March Whew. niggas in my family was getting goddamn busy Whew. anyway cue up the song god um why is it you know what I'm horrible at this 
but in the juice bar. Hey. This has been Peace to the G's, ladies and gentlemen. We love you. We thank you. Have a great day. And we look forward to doing this again next week. Peace Peace. to the G's.